0: You know how you're supposed to clean out the frost on your fridge?
1: Okay, I'm not sure where this is going. Well, I... Well,
0: you do know, right? You need to defrost the fridge?
1: Occasionally, yeah, when the frost gets to extreme levels. Right. And I knew that on, like, an An intellectual level. level. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I didn't do it. (laughs) Until, I knew it, I knew it, but I didn't.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I... The, the, the And also I have, like, a mini-fridge. That's the one that comes with my apartment, and it has, like, a little... It has a very freezing compartment where, like, you're mostly just supposed to put, like, an ice cube tray. Like, I, I just got a separate freezer, because whatever. An ice cube tray
1: or, like, one of those tiny Ben and Jerry's things, right? Yeah. But it does,
0: the way it's set up, it does mean that it accumulates frost and, like... There was, like, a big old brick of ice that I spent a
1: while chipping at yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, like... <laughs> it... So what you're saying is your mini-fridge has a lot more space now. Well, it has a lot...
0: I don't know, because it... Hopefully it still works. Oh, no! I mean, the stuff in there still seems to be cold, and the ice is melting, which I think is a good sign, but, like, also, so the stuff in there is split, but, but whatever, it's sealed containers. hmm Um... But, like, now, I guess I didn't think of it, but, like, that's not, like, clean ice. So... Mm, no. Now, yeah, now my apartment is filled with, like, ice fumes. Or... Oh boy. Or, and I looked it up, I may have punctured the fridge and it's now leaking Freon.
1: <laughs> uh... You may want to, uh... May want to unplug that bad boy and roll it into the hallway, Harry. Well, I, I don't... I didn't really... Make any big holes. Mm-hmm.
0: Look, if there several things will happen. One, it every the ice will go away and everything will still be cold and it'll be fine. Two, uh, the ice will go away and then everything will warm up. So it's clearly broken and I'll come up with an excuse to the place because like it's their fridge, so they got to repair fix it. Three, I'll die in my sleep. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs>
1: hmm. I I sleep I sleep next to an open window, so it's like not a big deal. Yeah, just put, like, your CPAP, like, you know, uh, intake close, a little bit closer to the window tonight. Yeah.
0: Like, I, I already,
1: like, get
0: filtered air, so. Mm-hmm. Really, it's, it's like I'm in one of those deep sea, uh, deep sea diving rigs where, like, you need to have a separate oxygen supply because of the pressure. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, I'm great at being an adult, is what I'm saying.
1: Welcome to Brokazatsu Two Brothers' exploration of Tokuzatsu shows and related media. My name's Sam, and I'm Harry. And I have to apologize for the uh, the update schedule
0: of the last couple weeks because a couple weeks ago there's a mega game that I did record, and I'm going to make content of that. I'm going to start uh, posting those out. Um, but uh, I wasn't able to record a major thing that week, so I don't know if you listened to it, Sam. But I just kind of read some spam I got and called that content. I
1: did. Yeah, and the week after that, um. You get more interesting spam messages than I do. Like, yours are actually targeted, because, you know, you're into programming and all that shit, whereas I'm just into... What the fuck am I into, Harry? Minitres
0: games and, um... Well, you say you're not into interesting stuff, but you have been, like, getting silencers and high-powered weaponry. So I do worry about the spam content you're getting.
1: That's true. I get some very interesting spam messages in that front, now that you mention it. But anyway, the week after that, um... I had to delay
0: at the last minute on Saturday, and then Sam delayed at the last minute on Sunday. So I'm going to say we were both at fault for there not being anything that week. So I'm going to try to put this out the day we're recording it. So like a little bit, a little bit early slash extremely late, depending on how you look at it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just checking in Harry, in my defense, Sunday was Valentine's Day. So, you know, I, well, I yeah. got that one in my back pocket.
0: And you're in... in, your, in in your offense or your prosecution, what is it? In your prosecution? <laughs> uh in your in your prosecution, Sunday was Valentine's Day also on the day before where you said that it was fine. So you had forgotten about Valentine's Day until the very day it happened. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna try to get this out, which also means that this episode, uh I gotta we, we gotta be light on the editing. We can't say uh, yeah, um, so as many times before things, we can't go on, like, long racist rants like you usually do, Sam. I, I probably can't Google too much.
1: <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna get into some stuff, though. Like, I mean... Also, well, it might be helped by the fact that, like, for one of these
0: episodes, I'm not sure if we're gonna have too much to talk about. Because, like, episode 21, it's a fun one, a good one, but, like, it's also one where, if I wanted to, I could describe the plot in three sentences. And like then it's... say... It was a pretty good one of those.
1: So this is going to be an interesting one, Harry, because, like, I I agree that the... There's probably less to talk about in episode 21, but somehow I have twice the notes for episode 21 as I do for episode 22. So, yeah, yeah, like, the 22 uh, introduces a lot of major plot points poorly, so I guess there's going to be that... We'll get into it when we get into Escape's whole deal. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, so let's uh dive into episode twenty one of Super Sentai Go Busters. Oh, uh and just as a uh just as a minor side note, uh before we begin the episode, I want to say that the so the website I went to uh to watch this episode What the fuck, Sam? I I had to watch it on my laptop, Harry, so I didn't have the downloaded I didn't have the things downloaded. You but can stream it on Mega! You can
0: stream the video files Wait, in browser. Really?
1: Oh. I uh, continue continue with what you were fucking saying. <laughs> well, I just wanna say that like the so the thumbnail like going into the video for this week's episode was uh Messiah, like this giant digital skull and he was uh center of the screen screaming and the subcaptioned words below satisfy me again with that pleasure. <laughs> that is that is the thumbnail for the episode <laughs> that we were getting into this week. It's it's been a weird couple weeks all around. So Harry, aren't you glad that I went to like, you know, a third rate pirate website to get that thumbnail so we could talk about it? I guess that's fine, although I do worry,
0: because, like, the the stuff for the next episode is sketchy enough as it is, so if you got, like, a badly translated version of that, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, for this episode, it starts with uh, Yoko and Hiromu walking into the command center, but it's, like, got, like, heat waves coming off of everything, everybody's sweating in there, it's, it's hot as hell.
1: Yeah, like, the rangers walk into the command center and instantly start stripping. <laughs> yeah. In a children's TV show. Yeah. And this is, like, uh,
0: th- this is J- Japan, like, Tokyo, has uh, infamously really bad heat waves and seasons because of the way their infrastructure is built up. It's, like, created bad conditions that they're trying to fix, so it- it's almost more of a trope thing there. Uh, But, I mean,
1: heat waves are everywhere. I was, I was at that heat vortex, uh, like, uh, what yes, was we, it? Uh, we were, like, about, uh, uh, about six months ago, you might say. Like, you know, we're, we're in the the uncontrolled freeze part of the year so in another six months we'll be in the uncontrolled hot part of the year yeah at least that time i'll have air conditioning (laughs) well we'll see what no no no. it's just like all i'm saying is harry that the you know the local uh, uh, like the local economy like the local power grid is not prepared for everyone to have ac on at once and so if everyone turns on AC, it's possible that no one will turn on AC. But we'll get to that when we get to that.
0: So I I literally choke and die during the light, during the night if my CPAP isn't on. Please please do not give me more things to worry about.
1: But yeah, so the uh, the Rangers are hot, everyone's hot. Like uh, the assistants, like, you know, they're in oh just thin workout clothes. The colonel, he has like his white shirt on, but his necktie is untied, and like he's just wearing it super baggy.
0: He's sitting in front of like a fan on his desk and he also has a, a little one of those mini rotary fans in one hand and a paper fan in the other. Like, I think they, at some point, they hold up a thermometer and say that it's 40 degrees Celsius, which is, like, 125.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah, and uh, a blue uh, is... <laughs> wait, wait, I gotta say, that temperature is go home. Yeah, yeah, that that's go home temperature. Like, you could have a remote day. <laughs> like... Yeah, can... es- es- especially when one member of your crew...
0: Is, is triggered and sent into murderous berserk rages when he gets too hot. Because guess, guess yeah. what's
1: happening? Yeah, Blue is going into murderous berserk rages. And they play this as, like, a funny bit, but it's actually super dangerous on a number of fronts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, the this it's
0: a weird thing because this episode is, like, kind of trying to apply, uh, it, it applies a different kind of tension and drama to his overheating later.
1: But also, this is largely a comedic episode, so I guess they didn't want to make yeah, it seem too threatening. basically no stakes in this episode. Like, they they have stakes for about 45 seconds, but then a person, like, uh, turns around and says, no, nah, it was all a joke. They, well, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get there.
0: there. We'll get there in, like, just a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, he's angry. He's, like, kind of lashing out at people. and But it seems like they've almost gotten used to it. Uh, And the commander is like, "Uh, don't worry, I've timed
1: this out, he's going to pass out in like five seconds. Mm -hmm. And then he does. Then he does. Yep. Uh, We then cut to the park where uh, Banana Gorilla, uh, he is reviewing medical tests for Blue, and a lot of them are coming back as incomplete, uh, cannot determine. Yeah, like, come back for more testing. Yeah, and Gold shows up just to kind of check in with him and uh, take a look, and just coincidentally take a look at the medical stuff for Blue.
0: Yeah, this is... This is a bit rough. Uh, Gurusaki, he's sad because, you know, since the conflict has been wrapping up, he's been overheating more and more. And, uh, you know, he's just worried about the effect it could have on himself. And Jay is like, nods and think about it. And during this whole conversation, Jay is in the background having a fight with a large, like, cardboard grasshopper that's attached to, like, a, a playground.
1: Really like Jay. <laughs> yeah. In fact,
0: he loses the fight, which is something.
1: Mm-hmm uh but yeah the uh so gold he turns around and he just like monologues for a bit like oh yes well uh clearly uh looking at these tests and looking at the scenario if blue overheats again he'll probably die yeah it's
0: it's you saw borrow time gory flips out and runs away and
1: Jin, just after he leaves turns around and says no nah, i'm fucking with you yeah blue's actually fine so to be clear to be clear gold and silver are aware that blue is in no danger. The audience is aware that there is no danger. Everyone else thinks that blue is on his deathbed. So for the on the audience side of things, zero tension, zero stakes. But on the character side, half of them are convinced that blue is going to die any minute. Well, that's what makes this episode a farce. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And a like, pretty good one. I yeah. s- like. I, I yeah. liked this one.
0: Yeah saki he runs back he tells everybody as uh, as Ryuji is passed out on bed and then we do get that that scene we mentioned before where enter is uh talking with Messiah in hyperspace and it turns out his giving Messiah what he wanted earlier before may have been a mistake because now Messiah just wants to turn on that hurt humans machine all the time and doesn't really care about furthering their agenda.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's getting a little, like, uh, monofocused on just, uh, going down, murdering humans in hyperspace, not really completing the mission of, like, getting John, like, transporting monsters to the real world and conquering it.
0: Yeah, and Enter did send the data to the engineer, so they should be able to do that again, but, like, it takes a lot of setup, and they do have to do other things.
1: hmm Yep. Uh, speaking of which, uh. Uh, enter, he starts walking around as he's monologuing to himself, like, oh, what's he gonna do? He needs to slow things down a little. And so he walks by a workout facility.
0: Uh, humans are able to relieve their stress through simple exertion. How elementary.
1: Uh, cut to the rangers on a roof. Uh, Gorilla is there explaining to the rangers and the buddy roids uh, how Blue has to be kept away from fighting at all costs, because if he overheats one more time, he may die.
0: Yeah, but this is Ryuji they're dealing with. If we if they just tell him the truth, then he's not going to listen. He's going to keep fighting, because that's the type of dude he is.
1: Yeah, so Red has to come together with a plan. Uh,
0: enter, you know, in a tracksuit, goes into the gym, turns some dumbbells into a dumbbell robot. That then... Alright, so this is kind of a start of... I feel like this is a, a batch of episodes where they were leaning a lot more on stock plots, and, like, the, the monster plans get a lot sillier. Like, Enter... He was almost just distracted to make this dude. He,
1: it's not serving any purpose. It's yeah, just it, kind it of, doesn't collect any energy on this. St- it, it really just feels like a stall for time type of thing.
0: Like maybe vaguely he's trying to hurt humans to make Messiah happier,
1: but there's not really an emphasis put on that. Yeah, they even kind of like, so there's... Uh, he creates a dumbbell robot and the dumbbell robot, like they're screaming people inside the workout facility. And we see the dumbbell robot throwing weights, uh, as like the cameras get away. And I thought, oh, they acknowledge that they're actually murdering people with these things. But then we cut back a little bit later and it turns out that the dumbbells that he throws actually take over people. Yeah,
0: kind of just, uh, puppets them and forces them to do dumbbell workouts continuously. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like a, a cardio fitness tape uh, type of exercise type of thing, like a, a, just a class, you know, and the Dumbbell robot, he's just, he's the leader of the class, just clapping his hands, come on, just give me like five more, give me five more.
0: Yeah, and, you know, in objective terms, depending on how this works, this would be as devastating and kill them like that, uh, like the hyperspace machine. Like, I, I would have a heart attack after like five minutes, I'm not gonna lie.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and... The, but, but this it, would be a lethal thing yeah but instead it's, it's just like a jokey fitness instructor parody you know what else would be a lethal thing just throwing dumbbells at people yeah they're heavy Yeah, y- you can kill people with them easily very easily I think there's a a phoenix Wright case or is it like a ropa case I don't know I saw playthroughs of the first two Danganropas have not seen the third uh, so red and yellow show up alone to fight the
0: Metroid. Mm -hmm. And, like, they they shoot the dumbbells out of the people's hands, which, you know, uh, frees them, and then they do some fighting, but the meteroid is very strong, hits them with a dumbbell.
1: And it takes them over.
0: Yeah, and then just kind of, like, lets them exercise for a while, and then walks away, and, like, it just kind of does, you know, whatever, it's just doing little stuff.
1: He just kind of nopes out, like, doesn't really achieve a goal here, doesn't really achieve a purpose, just kind of shows the rangers that they're actually vulnerable to his mind control. So in a certain sense, this is one of the more dangerous metaroids that they've come up against. Yeah, and I, I feel
0: like Enter doesn't even show up for this. Like, I don't think he's in the rest of the episode because he's just off doing his own thing and sulking.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's He's planning and plotting. Yeah, uh, but yeah, back at base, uh, Blue is you know confronting the Colonel, like, "Hey, why did they go out and they didn't call me?"
0: Yeah, and they're saying, "No, we can we can handle it on ourselves." And actually, um, I think that uh, I've been talking with Yoko, and we should be working with someone closer to our age. Like, imagine if this is, if this fight lasts ten or twenty years, and that they have a a montage of like them slightly aged up and Mm -hmm. Ryuji looking extremely older.
1: (laughs) Ryuji's like, he's four years older than Red, right? Uh, he is, I think, he's seven years older than Red. Oh, oh, boo-hoo, seven fucking years older. Yeah, so if the fight goes on ten years, he'll be a ripe old age of 37. Like, you can still be a badass at, like, fuck, like, the- with, like, Hollywood <laughs> training now, Harry, you can be a badass until you're, like, 70. Yeah, and he, also, this guy has super strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we get we get the and comedy I, montage. Um, it,
0: I can't tell if this is anime being fucking weird about it, or it's, as Ryuji points out, I'm not even that much older. He says that straight out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they say, nope, we're gonna pick a new blue buster, sir. And it's, uh, <laughs> Red looks around the room, it's uh, you, Morishina, one of the command bunker people.
1: Yep, so they just grab the random, like, well, I guess he's not a civilian, he's working for, well, wait a minute, he's not working for the military, he's working for the energy company.
0: I don't know, like, is, does this energy company have, like, the fifth freedom to kill on command? Like, what's going on here?
1: I mean, apparently so, like, they're, they're sending, like, murder robots into town and no one's stopping them. Yeah, they just grab him and say, so Jin, he's in hyperspace and
0: he's apparently doing fine. So for that to work, he has to have some version of the vaccine program. So
1: we'll just ask
0: him and then give it to Marchita later, and then he'll be the new Blue Buster.
1: Blue takes this very badly. Like, you know, he seems devastated by this. And of course he does. They handled this in the worst way possible.
0: Red's emotional intelligence plus Yoko is 16.
1: They can't really, they don't have a good plan for this. No, no, they, they really don't. But, you know, Blue, he just kind of like, he says, If that's what you want, then sulks away. Yeah. Uh, there's a brief scene where uh, Jay,
0: he's walking around a grocery store and gets a call from Jin, who asks him, Hey, you didn't remember to tell Banana that I was joking, right? Because, you know, Jin always refers to people like with uh, nicknames. And Jay just says, uh, yes, I've passed your message on, I'm with Bananas as we speak, and we see that he's just holding up a bunch of bananas.
1: Why does he have
0: bananas? He's a robot. I mean, he was told to tell Banana. So he found some bananas. Remember, I Jay see. is like, Jay, even though he is, as this episode proves, like the strongest member of the crew, is also like five years old.
1: Yes. He is also an egoist who only cares about himself and barely gives thoughts to anyone else. Uh so back on the roof, uh
0: the Go Busters they bring in the command crew, although not the commander himself, in on the situation. And say so like, No, yeah, this is what happening. Uh, Ryuji he he's secretly dying. If he keeps overheating, he's just gonna he's just gonna tear himself apart. So we have to figure out a way
1: to keep him out of the fight. Yes, the command crew takes this very hard, like, oh no, oh no, Blue, we must protect him, we understand why you did what you did. Yeah. And they just keep not talking to the grown-ups in the room. Yeah, it is,
0: like, the thing where they keep almost going to tell the commander, but then, uh, they get called away because the mitroid's back, and then, like, when they go to do it, uh, the two, like, uh, command broke people start telling the commander, and Blue... Here's the explanation. As like, oh, so that's what they're doing. I gotta go. I gotta go help them. And he leaves right before the commander says, who did you hear this from? Wait, Jin? And you believed him? You took it at face value. Yes. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, the commander knows his ex-boyfriend. Like, he's... he knows how full of shit he is. Yeah. Like, it's it's amazing Jin had a, had a, like,
0: he must have had, like, a secret clearance or something because he was working on military robots. Or were yeah. they not military robots at the time? Like, what, is that the thing that they were like?
1: They're energy company robots. Very clearly, energy company. This is like Puget Sound Energy, just you know, weaponized. They're
0: fighting the Metroid.
1: Yes, they're uh, fighting at the factory of fighting. Yeah, uh,
0: the he he's throwing out around weights, and even the giant dumbbell that pins down three gobusters, uh, Silver is able to lift up and throw it to the side.
1: Oh, Harry, you you overstep something incredibly important. Like, they get onto the scene to confront the robot, and they do just three dramatic sunglass throws. They probably brought it back for this episode uh, so that Red and Yellow could have the actually cool dramatic sunglass throw, and then the replacement Blue could kind of walk up and kind of just stumble out a throw.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true, true. Ryuji, he goes to the fight, and at this point, Jin says, like,
1: no, I was kidding, to uh, Red Red and Yellow. Yellow. Yeah. But Blue but then, still thinks he's about to die and he, you know, doesn't care. He's gonna fight this thing. And the rest of the episode is basically just Blue taking the bad guy both on the ground and like when he uh when he gets big, like he just jumps into the gorilla, just kind of 1v1s him.
0: Yeah. He he he's super he's super fired up on the ground, like this is my final fight, I shall make it worth it. And the Go Buster's like, eh, he's amped up, let's not tell him right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So like we have we have a fight, and it's a showcase of the blue, uh, ranger just doing all his moves, his gorilla doing, uh, the missile stuff, and then the bad guys are defeated, and he's super pissed that Jin <laughs> told this lie, even though it was a, a simple joke, and so he turns on gold and silver, just starts firing missiles at them. If apologies were enough, we wouldn't need laws, would we, Jin? And we quickly cut down to the ground where everyone is down and laughing, except for Gold and Silver, who are getting their asses kicked by Blue. Uh, it, it turns out the real reason why
0: he needed to have his tests retaken is that he overheated during the thing, so they just had to reschedule. Yeah, yeah, just simple explanation. Yeah, and he's, he's fine, you know, like, it's, he doesn't have any health problems, and like, you know, this is a Sentai series, nobody ever dies in Sentai. No. Episode starts.
1: With uh, enter just walking uh, alone on a rooftop, it's (laughs) he has his laptop with him. He's like looking at an energy tank. He's like he's plotting, he's planning. You know, he's doing the legwork, and it's because he's a professional. And we've been doing this long enough that we can recognize
0: this is the same rooftop where, like in Gaim, uh, uh, Baron was fighting, uh, was fighting uh, the the evil professor. Like that's where he turned into an overlord and stuff. You know, it's you see the same locations over and over.
1: Uh, but yeah, as he is just, like, minding his own business, plotting the downfall of humanity, he gets attacked! And it's by a second avatar! Yeah, a, a hot lady avatar. With, yes. like, two- with dual pistols that have bayonets on them. Yes, much like Star Trek Voyager, once the ratings started to dip, they had to introduce their Seven of Died.
0: Uh, and she says, like, oh, you're- you're very good. You're- you're pretty strong, you know? Like, uh. Establishing lots of stuff. Enter keeps asking her who she is.
1: Yes, and Enter, he realizes very quickly, oh no, you're a new avatar, oh no. Oh no, Messiah, he got a taste uh, for sending humans into hyperspace, oh no. He created someone new uh, that he could be, <laughs> that he could be doing these projects with. Well, crap. It's
0: almost hilarious in the exact inversion she is because, like... Enter is a dude, she's a girl. But, like, also, Enter is very cold and calculating, and she is very, like, battle-crazy and likes fighting and pretty much only that. Enter has the sign of the prize. She has weird, kind of more stock Sentai plots.
1: And yeah. also, yeah. And also she, Enter... She does feel like a step down from
0: Enter. Yeah. Enter, the writers do a good job of, because he's not really attempting to kill the humans, at least not directly he can have progress in his
1: plots and he doesn't, like, get deflated by constantly losing. Yeah, enter like, he- enter has wins just, like, left and right and the rangers survive those wins because he factors his plans for not including the rangers' demise in them. Like, he he's there to collect energon, to collect resources, to collect information and so a win for him might look like a loss, but it's actually a win.
0: Yeah, escape is gonna- is gonna get, uh, She's going to spend a lot of the time jobbing. But I will say, she gets a lot better later on in the series, for, like, complicated reasons. Okay. Okay. But right now she sucks, and there's no reason to pretend she doesn't.
1: Yes, she is, you know, just a very bland, generic character with, like, two machine pistols that, you know, she kisses before the fights to show how badass and psychotic she is. But she, she She
0: is hot for murder. Yeah.
1: So with that like you know with that said, with the introduction of a you know bland second avatar for uh enter to have a foil against, we then go into the rest of the plot which unfortunately unfortunately is a kid one
0: yeah I'll, you can tell this is also more stocks on time because they introduce a kid in this episode
1: like he't he's not a recurring character, thank God yes, it is a kid that needs to learn a lesson about friendship.
0: So at the at the start of it, the basically the the energy company has gotten f- has received an email stating the Ariadne building in uh, this one region is going to be uh, attacked, which is weird because like it's it's not an important building. <laughs> it's it's just a skyscraper. It doesn't have big stocks of mm-hmm. Uh Everybody thinks it's probably a prank, but they can't ignore it, so they're gonna go there and check. And hey, there's an event there that they can uh, go. To look at and i'm pretty sure this is like this is what it's like an escape room or something right it's like the writer heard of the concept of an escape room and thought that's interesting but then didn't learn any of the details about how an escape room actually works
1: like yeah it was some kind of like a pseudo video game release event escape room opening it's like 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 it's like a whole building got rented out for an escape room and there's different teams like
0: Trying to clear it in, like, different ways, which, I mean, that doesn't seem impossible, that actually seems really good, it's just- That could uh, be fun! Yeah, it could be fun, it's just, I haven't heard of anything being done that way, and usually escape rooms are very, uh, low-budget- <laughs> they're, they're very low-budget experiences, so renting out a whole building would be kind of complicated.
1: Yes, yeah, some, some lower than other shakes fist at uh, Brainiacs in Tacoma. Yeah. Like maybe if the only way I could see something like this happening is if it was a corporate gig
0: that you know hired some people to set up something in their HQ for a day, like uh like I, I helped run uh, a mega game in the Bungie headquarters that one time, which was pretty fun.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like yes, if this is if this is like a launch event for for like a a puzzle video game, maybe it's maybe it's that. Maybe they put on together like. Puzzle event type things, but they don't really get into the plot. Turns out that this is the kid. Well, we see the kid. He's talking to his friends, and they're talking about. He, how he's, he's talking to
0: glass's friends and Husky' friend
1: Yes, just generic stock friends. Yeah, and,
0: and they're going to do great because he's ran through the data already. What data is he talking about? Like,
1: is is this a repeated escape room that he's looked up spoilers for? Kid, you've ruined the experience. Yeah, that that negates the whole purpose of an escape room. Um, but also, like, he said he was the one who sent the email to the Rangers. So he's tried to lure them there because he's a big fan.
0: He, he he told his he told his like elementary school friends that he's totally friends with the Special Forces. And to try to prove it, he called it a bomb threat on the location he's at so they would be in the same room as him. That's he his swatted plan, his so.
1: friends. He swatted he, this building.
0: He swatted himself. <laughs> so he could, like, get a selfie with the guy with an MP5 to his head.
1: Great. 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 Oh, also, so yeah. to be clear, like the energy company really should have like a SWAT team that they can send to for situations like this where they don't where they think it's a prank but they still have to investigate. Don't send the rangers. Send send like the B team. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the, well, the, the, this is not a good episode. Yeah, and, and
0: Kurobu is it a vague, like kind of detective Sherlock Holmes outfit. Yoko's just in kind of a cute outfit. She but looks like Dora the Explorer. It's nice she's getting more clothes that aren't just military uniforms. Like she she's branching out. She's she's getting to experience the world slightly.
1: Yes, but all her all her clothing, all her costume they do come from like, you know, the ten year old section uh, in the Target. Yeah, she she is she is dressing to look uh very
0: young. Yeah. Anyway, uh also another I'm thinking this episode that you can tell they didn't realize Uh, Hiromu basically Reveals his weakness in a crowded room Like, he, he gets frozen by a chicken And Yoko just says, oh yeah, he frees us up When he sees chickens, um, nobody worry about this Where uh, Like, in other episodes, like They they put such a strong thing On this being a secret, and this is Like, to the villain somehow
1: Yeah, 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 Yellow just kind of uh, Says it out loud, doesn't she
0: It's almost to the point where, like, in other episodes They would have to, like, mind wipe people because you, you cannot
1: tell. Uh, but yeah, anyway, for some reason, uh, Escape, uh, she shows up at this event because the plot dictates it. She uh, is walking through a parking garage and finds some keys. So she creates a key demon. Yeah, a key metaroid. And I I do like the Roid's design. Yeah, yeah, the the design, the visual design on it is actually great. Like, I, I, I love I this think-
0: one. That's all, that's actually almost a thing. I f- I forget if they mentioned it explicitly in some episode, but uh, Escape, Her one strength, is that she's good at
1: deciding meteoroids with, like, interesting powers. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And so, yeah, the Ki-Ba team, you know, uh, he walks up to the front of the door of the building and he seals it in. You know, he creates CGI locks everywhere and buildings on lockdown, every door closed.
0: And immediately, people run to the front door, and uh, we can see them, like, sobbing their fists and trying to get out as they pound on the large glass doors. And, I mean, it'd be nice if, you know, Blue tried to shoot the glass door. There was, like, a cheap effect to show it didn't work, but nobody tries to just break out.
1: It's not a good episode for Blue, which we'll get it's into in just I mean, a second. I am not sure who it's a good episode for. Uh, yeah. Good episode for that kid who never comes back. No, it's, no. I mean, yeah, okay. But anyway, so Escape, she walks into the room with all the people, including the rangers, and she starts threatening people and, you know, saying, hey, I need to create a scene so the rangers will show up.
0: Yeah, I guess there's kind of a good thing where uh, Hiromu sees that when she's threatening people, her figures aren't initially on the trigger. So he's willing to, like, let it play out because she's not about to murder people. But when uh, the kid's shitty friends say, like, hey, you're friends with the Go-Busters, call them in. She sees, like, oh, you know the Go-Busters? She goes to him with fingers on the trigger, so
1: Rumu then has to get involved. Yeah. And he reveals that he is, in fact, the Red Ranger. So he says, hey, no, I'm the Red Ranger. Takes off his costume.
0: Yeah. And and and, and uh, Escape's shtick of being battle crazy is so obvious that he just pretends to be a coward and really scared that he realizes she
1: won't try to fight him. She'll just leave, you know? They can defeat uh, Escape at this point by just playing dumb and playing weak. Cool. Cool, cool, cool.
0: It's, she gets bored and leaves.
1: Yep, so uh, downstairs in the garage, like uh, Blue, he tried to get people out, and so he chases down the key demon. Uh, Gold and Silver show up, because, eh, they just do. Uh, they fight I the mean, key... they're nearby. They, they want to help fighting. Yeah, yeah, fight... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... They didn't put any kind of explanation on it at all. Uh, so they quickly fight the key demon, and we start to see some of its powers. He's able to, like, lock down some of their weapons. Uh, but they do beat him up a bit, and they break the giant key on his arm, which unlocks the building. And then they run away. Like, they... He, he runs away. No, 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 no. Blue, uh, blue gold, and silver... Like, as soon as the key arm is broken, run out of the garage and upstairs to open the front door. I guess? Yeah, it does make a lot of sense. No, like, they, they don't- he, Bad guy is down, and they don't finish him. Yeah.
0: uh, So, he he goes and starts repairing his key thing as everybody inside realizes that the doors have unsealed themselves, and so they're just leaving. And mm-hmm. Escape shows up and starts kicking the shit out of the key monster because, hey, her whole plan was to seal up a bunch of humans in a building and squash it with robots so her her robot papa could be happy. And, you know, now no one's going to be inside, so that's not impressive. Just, whatever, just go, go kill some people. Go make sure people are still in the building. Mm-hmm.
1: She does, like, quickly fix the key arm. But, yeah, at this point, so... Uh... Uh, do we want to talk about the kids at all? So the kids, like the two asshole friends, they're making fun of the third kid because oh no, that's a Red Rager, but he's actually kind of a pussy. He was, you know, he was pretending to be all afraid and weak.
0: Yeah, but uh, then later, the when it, when Brad uh, reveals, obviously he was just faking. The kid was like, why why did you tell those people that you were actually just lying? And Brad's like, because I don't give a shit if people think I'm a coward. I just want I just want to fight the robots and do the thing. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, kid! You sent an email to lure, lure us out, so you could prove yourself with the gobusters. Like, what are you doing? You're gonna go. Like, do you want to go to jail? Like, when you're nine?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So now we now we at least get to see some fun fights. And I will say this for the episode: the fight between Red and Yellow and Escape, pretty good. Oh yeah.
0: Like, Escape. One of the, one of her strengths is that she's good at fighting, and she. Likes to do it, so she'll have lots of interesting fights. Whereas Enter, you know, he'll fight if he has to, but he will just as you know soon leave and let other people do it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like when you're playing a a miniatures game and you got like different uh, leaders for your factions. You'll have the the brawly like punchy leaders, and then you'll have like the controlly like uh, power focused leaders, and you know it's very different play styles.
0: Enter is control, whereas Escape is a super solo.
1: Like enter or uh, escape and red, pretty evenly matched. Like it seems like she has a slight upper hand on him. Like after uh, after some engagements, like when the big robot does show up, uh, she does leave to let the robots do his thing. Uh, but yeah, the the fight goes on for a while, and it's it's pretty dynamic. It's fast moving. She's using her guns, like she's keeping them at rage. Guns do help with that. Yeah, and
0: she has like. Uh... She, it's not just guns with bayonets, she also has, like, these dangling chain things that, she has a a elaborate thing she does over and over where she, like, says, this one's Gok, and kisses it, and this one's Magok, uh, and kisses that one, which uh, may become uh, important, I don't know, whatever. Uh, But she can also shoot them out like flails. Yeah, so she has some melee presence, not just, not just pistol. Uh, And, you know, the, the Megazord shows up and
1: immediately does that hyperspace bubble thing. Yeah, Uh, which means the rangers, as soon as they, like, uh, finish off the key and uh, get away from escape, they need to get their uh, robots transformed into the giant five-person bot. And they do, they go in, and the uh, enemy very quickly, like, it's an alpha
0: megazord, but doesn't even summon any little sub-dudes. Yeah. Uh, And uh, anyway, it it quickly locks the weapons and abilities on the uh, big combination so the only thing they can do is fire the maneuvering thrusters to go into the air and just drop straight onto the damn thing.
1: So this monster was very, very dangerous. Like, granted, like they let him get the hit in with the key, like the, they're not big on blocking the attacks that they don't know what they are, which is kind of a which is kind of a bad look for a Megazord. Like, if someone's like, if you're in a fighting game and you're up against a character you don't know, it's the first time you're seeing it. And they seem to be charging up a move. You don't let them finish it.
0: I, I guess the thing, and I, I forget what the name of this. This is Great Gobuster, right? Uh, so the problem with this one is that it's not very agile because it's, it's a bunch of robots to the point where, like, it's got a bunch of stuff stuck to it. And it's using a giant spear, so he he could probably soak hits, but he's he can't really dodge status effects.
1: I guess so, but. <laughs> If that's going to be the case, just go and swing in. Just, like, hit him immediately, get him off-tempo, like, get him on his back foot. Don't let him do his control moves. Usually, if they try to do it, like, it. it the fight can't be too technical when
0: the guy can't move too much in the suit, and, you know.
1: That, that's fair. So, yeah, they the big, they, they land on the top thing. of it, they use their mass, they break the key, which unlocks the mech, and then they super-move and kill it. Yep, and they, they only use the hyperspace bubble ever so often for precisely this reason. Oh, by the way, uh, during the fight, like, as the uh, as the mech was locked down, Gold did, like, scream shit in the translation that I was watching. Harry, did did Gold curse in your translation? This is yeah, a kid's joke. He, he's listened in English. Oh, okay. Good times.
0: And you can, I think, isn't there a thing where you could say, like, shit in PG movies?
1: uh but this this isn't pg movie this is like saturday morning stuff and like it it's not the rating it's like the the expectation you know
0: eh, i mean we've seen enough people die in these shows and like blood and actual guns
1: that yes but yeah. harry foul language oh no 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 so much worse than death
0: yeah but foul language in another language
1: yeah yep yep, yep. uh so that's the end of the episode like the uh the monster dies messiah screams we do get to see enter uh pouting a little bit as he's kind of like uh just walking through the city watching the fight go down and realize and uh coming to the conclusion yet again dang it uh, messiah made someone to replace me i i'm on the docket to be replaced he's sad about this
0: and the kid you know gets back together with his other dumb kid friends
1: like Eh, yeah, whatever, we'll just play the game together next time. Yeah. Turns out the rages are actually cool. Dude, kids, these rages have been saving the city, like on the weekly, for a long time. You know that they're cool.
0: So that's it for this week. Um, I checked the next couple episodes. I think they're they're better. They're better.
1: Okay. Um 23 at least is pretty good. I forget what 24 is. I mean 21, I, I liked 21. It was silly. 21 was silly as hell. I quite liked 21. 22 yeah. had serious issues yeah, 22 is a problem i guess that's it i mean yeah yeah uh, yeah. That, that's kind of it don't have a game don't have a, any outro uh we're you know we're getting back on schedule we don't have any major holidays between now and the next episode i'm not sure if we'll record again on saturday or a week from saturday but uh wh- whichever day it is that
0: we record next what are we gonna keep doing between now and then
1: we're gonna keep dancing harry we are going to keep dancing